Hi, and welcome to the Mouse and More Podcast. I'm Chris, and tonight I'm joined by my, well, two of my three favorite Star Wars nerds, Adam and Tony. We don't have Mark tonight. How's it going, guys? Good, Chris. How are you? A lot I'm of new fabulous. stuff today. I know, and that's why we did kind of like a quick show, just the three of us, to kind of knock out some of the things that happened today. So if you weren't paying attention, maybe you were busy working or, you know, in a foreign country, Disney today at their shareholders meeting announced the opening days for Star Wars in Disneyland and Disney World. Adam, what are those days? All right, yeah, so Disneyland in California is going to be opening on Friday, May 31st. And Disney's Hollywood Studios is going to be opening on Thursday, August 29th. Okay. Thursday's interesting. That Thursday, August 29th, by the way, is Labor Day weekend. Right. And that day in May, the 31st, is the week after Memorial Day weekend, if you're counting at home. I was totally shocked today, and I think everyone else was, by the fact that they're opening both lands. You know, Disneyland, maybe I could have seen that, but Disney World in August? Did anyone think that was going to happen? Totally shocked. Yeah. I'm That's... even surprised in the Disneyland opening because of the most of the blackout dates don't start until the end of June for the right. annual pass holders, for the, the locals. So they're opening this up, and we'll get into what's going on with that, but they're opening this up a month before all those blackout dates. So in theory... Everybody that has an annual pass can be able to get in there. But well, you know what? Theory. Let's let's talk about opening. Yeah. Um, they did announce that uh, the only ride, while the land will be open, the only ride that will be available is Smuggler's Run. Uh, Rise of the Resistance will be open at a future date. Now, Mister Iger did not sit did not state whether uh, that is for both uh, coasts. Uh, or what? So we don't know whether Rise of the Resistance will be open. You know, figure moving moving the date up in California wasn't that bad. You know what? We thought it was going to be June. We were told it was going to be June. Now it's May. I would expect that most everything is ready there. For Florida, you know, we they were talking late fall, which, you know, my date was still the last Sunday or last Saturday in December. Um, and now you've moved it to August. So you moved it up four months. Right. Uh California had a much longer lead time. They broke ground a lot earlier than Florida. So I can see for Florida, Rise of the Resistance not being ready. But we, we don't know. They said Rise of the Resistance won't be ready. To, but we still don't know which which one it's for. It's both parks. because they. It is both parks? Yeah, there's a video. I tweeted it out. It's on our Facebook page. And it's on the Disney Parks blog website. Where when you get to the end, it, at the bottom in the small print, for both parks, it says Rise of Resistance will not be... Available, it says like something between open at a later date. So let huh. me say that I am going to stick with my date because I do not, I do not consider Star Wars Galaxy's Edge to be fully open and operational until everything is up and running. So I'm still going with uh, Rise of the Resistance will be up and running the last, uh, the last day of fall in December. That's a total technicality. It, it's 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 the way I think. You know, I and I wonder why, because it's interesting because when, and I, I think both of you listened to the uh, Jim Hill and Len Testa podcast where they interviewed that really wonderful, I mean, she's like a really good interview lady who um, 
she had she was with Travel and Leisure, and she'd gone in there and talked about what she saw. And it was an interesting interview for one thing because she wasn't a Star Wars fan; she was a theme park fan. So she kind of didn't have those Star Wars goggles on when she went in, and she absolutely loved it. But one of the things she said was they only got to see about a third of Rise of the Resistance, but they didn't get to ride Smuggler's Run at all. So, yeah, she um, said they just sat there. Yeah. In the cockpit yeah. and just kind of played around with buttons. Um, yeah, that was a great interview. It really was. Like if 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 you're a listener and you want another podcast to listen to, we we're going to say it's really good. I mean, it's very good. Um, in, all, in all honesty, I'm just going to sit in the cockpit and play with buttons. That's really all I want to do too. Right. So. Yeah. I well, you know what? And I feel like if I touch anything, I'm going to crash us anyway cuz if there's the one person who's going to ruin the ride for everyone else, it's probably me. So, I'm just going to sit there with my hands in my lap. So, this is an interesting twist and we kind of aren't a hundred percent on this. So, so bear with us because we read one thing on the Disney parks blog. And then I heard a couple different things when I called into Disney about reservations, but apparently guests will not get access to galaxy's edge in Disneyland from the 31st of May through the 23rd, except by an appointment. And so the priority is going to go to the three Disneyland hotels and then everyone else can make an appointment. So you have to assume, you know, if there are too many on-site guests, those are the ones that are going to get, you know, all the spots, but you, you make an appointment or not make an appointment. If you're staying in the, one of the three hotels, they're actually going to send you your time and you get to go in once, once per reservation, everyone on the reservation gets to go in. So you go in one time for a set amount of time and nobody knows how long that is yet. And, um, and that's it for your entire stay. So that's well, not just, it's not just, it's not just re- uh, resort guests, it's resort guests with valid admission. So if it's, if you've right. got a room only reservation, don't think you're getting into galaxy's edge. Well, if you have, you know, passes or tickets and stuff like that, yeah, you can get in. Because, like, we have a room-only reservation. Um, well, I meant, I, meant, I meant room-only with no tickets. Right. No if you don't have a media, ticket, but... you're not going to get in. That's a good thing to mention. Yeah, you definitely have to have admission. So what do you guys think about this? So, Adam, the pass holder blackout dates for the lower two lower levels, no, just the one lower level of passes, those kick in the 23rd, right? Yes, yeah, so I'm looking at the blockout calendar now. So they have a Southern California Select Pass. That is blocked out for all of June and starting May 31st and then for the whole summer. So I guess locals that don't go in the summer, that's their cheapest pass. They can't go to Galaxy's Edge at all. Then there's right. the next tier pass, Deluxe Annual Passport. Those blackout dates start to, on June 21st. Um, but they can't go the weekend during the weekends in June. But the full blackout dates for the summer is June 21st. So, so when it opens up to everybody, when you don't have to have a reservation to get into Galaxy's Edge, is when both of now these passports are blocked out. From what I can tell, those are those are probably the two. Yeah, those are definitely the two lowest tier passes. And then there's another pass after that that blocks out just for Christmas. But um, but yeah, that's uh, at that date where you don't have to have a reservation anymore coincides with the blockout starting of the blockout dates for some of these APs in Disneyland in California. 
That's totally brilliant because when you think about it, you're going to have massive crowds. So how do you control those? Well, first of all, you give priority to your three on-site hotels, kind of like Universal does in some respect. And you go ahead and do that and you you have you ensure that your guests are going to have a better experience because they're not packed in there with everyone. And then you go ahead and as soon as the th- that reservation system ends, then you go ahead and have your blackouts for the biggest number of passes, which is that lower Southern California pass, which is probably the most, you know, foot traffic you're going to get, generally speaking, in Disneyland. Um, I, d- I think that's pretty smart. And on top of that, if I might add, no pass holder previews. So essentially, this first month is actually basically, it's not a pass holder preview, but it's kind of a preview when you think about it. It's a hotel guest priority preview (laughs) i yes and you know what and you guys know how cheap i am when i made my original reservations i was like okay where can i stay that's super cheap and there's a couple like off property hotels that are good neighbor hotels like the best western um that red line is nice there's a uh, sheridan i really like i always stay there i don't you know that adam Mm -hmm. i don't stay on property generally this time i got a room at paradise pier so Hopefully. Do you mind if I ask how much are you paying yes. for that room? I think it was like four fifty plus tax a night. And that's a, that's probably the lowest. That money. was a standard view room at Paradise Pier. Now I could have gotten a pass holder discount if I had acted quickly enough. Um, I unfortunately did not. I'm sort of hoping. So I, I'm, I'm going to keep looking to see if things open up. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a lot of money for that hotel. <laughs> it is. It but, is. It's a lot of money. But you know what? It was two hundred and some dollars less than Grand California. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, and also, I what's that? I was gonna say yeah, you're probably not doing a whole week, right? You're you're probably just. A couple I'm doing days. like three nights. Yeah. I'm in and out because that's all I can afford. So, um, but I think uh, you know, and also I I feel like those rooms are very large, you know compared to the other two hotels. So I, um, I, you know, with five of us in a room, that's not going to be great, but yes, we got really cheap flights on Southwest. So, you know, initially I was just going to go, but I just, my, my kids haven't been out to Disneyland since they were really, really little. Like it's been at least five or six years, except for Thomas, who I, I, you know, he's my theme park guy. I take him with me when I go places sometimes. Um, so I, I really wanted to do that for them. So yeah. um, I'm excited. I really am. I hope we get to go. I hope something stupid doesn't happen. So, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. I'm, I'm glad they came up with the dates for all these people that wanted to go. I'm not happy that they're not opening up the second ride until a later date to be determined. That's, you know, I'm going to sound like a cynic here, but that's like another cash grab. That's like having a second opening. Oh, no. You know? it's oh, darn, not darn you, Adam. Uh, it's, I, I know. You know what? I'm not. Tony was about to kill little Walt and step on his soapbox. <laughs> Are in a you kidding? Do you, guys, do you guys think it's a ca- I don't think it's a cash grab. I think it's not ready. Oh, my God. Tell me. Oh, if it's not ready, why are you opening it? You know why you're opening it? Because you're going to get all sorts of people who are going to show up who want to be there right when it opens. And then you're going to say, oh, we're going to open Rise of the Resistance in four months. So all of you who were just here, 
come back in four months and make another reservation. Do you think there's going to be any type of bounce back offer for that? Oh, geez. You know what? This isn't the 1970s. The 1970s, the ride's not available. Here, take a complimentary night, uh, you know, four months from now when it's ready. That's not going to happen. Come back in four months and we'll charge you another $300 a night to stay in Pop Century. That's ridiculous because it's you're acting like people, this isn't health care that people need or peanut butter <laughs> or eggs. This is a this peanut is something. Butter. Well, you know, I'm just thinking like it's things that like, okay, think about it. Say you're a blue collar family and you need certain things every single day. You know, you need to get transportation to and from work. You need health care for the kids, blah, blah, blah. But you don't need to go to Disney. And it's not like, I mean, you guys, I find this amusing because here I am, the biggest liberal on the podcast, and I'm the only one who understands capitalism here. I truly am. This is a business. And if you're a business and you can sell something and somebody wants it, why not sell it? And but they're, they but they're did, selling it to everybody twice. And that's, and they're that's not my selling problem. it to yes, everybody choice that that's your choice tony your choice is to go twice or you can put it off and go next year i can't tell you how many clients i've had today say you know what i was going in you know september to avoid galaxy's edge can you please move my trip so and you know what else is smart tony disney sales for the fourth quarter in their hotels they're not as busy as they nor- as traditionally are because people were kind of waiting to make reservations. So it's kind of smart to go ahead and open this up so that you fill those rooms. And if free dining didn't do it, I bet this does. You know, for the people who don't want to go and the people who do want to go, now people can start planning. They did the same thing with the Fantasyland expansion. They opened everything but Seven Dwarves Mine Train. Did that make you upset? Yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> What made me upset was that they they didn't open Pixie Hollow. Oh my gosh! I know because you had your outfit and everything. I did. I had my I had custom made wings. <laughs> I had little shoes with puffs on them. I had everything. <laughs> I was ready. I would so pay money for that. You know, I'm I am cynical, like Adam. You know, I I am uh, I am down on Disney most times when they do something like this. I mean, if I was going to buy a car and I ordered the car. They wouldn't tell me, okay, hey, the car is going to be available in late fall. Um, but you know what? We can give it to you four months early, but it's not going to include any windows. You know, come back and get the windows at a later date. Any <laughs> windows, okay. You know, it's just like they're why, – why are they doing this? Why can't they wait until everything's ready? Right. You know, what? you're going to – now you're going to hear people who are going to go and they're going to wait in line or, or, or they're going to wait for their reservation and they're going to say – you know, we were rushed in and out of Smuggler's Run, um, you know, with a reservation. Does that mean that you can't sit on a bench and people watch in Galaxy's Edge? Your you reservation? Can. Yeah. Your reser- it, it, I, I, I did not go to the Toy Story uh, previews or soft openings or anything where everybody got an appointment. And I think everybody got like an hour or two. So did you do that, Chris? I, there was no soft opening for Toy Story because it really wasn't close to being done until right before it was opened. But for Pandora, you could do a soft opening if you had DVC or an annual pass. And you got yeah. two hours. Phenomenal, by the way. Right. So you, are they are they going to do that? You know, is that what this reservation is going to be where you've got two hours? I, I imagine. Get in, yeah. do your ride, get in the line, buy your snacks, get out. But um, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Instead of doing a soft opening, they're doing this. And actually, it's a lot more democratic because 
you know, before you had DVC is expensive. Very few people own DVC. Annual pass is also expensive. This is great. You book a room and you go. It's it's across the board. If you can get in there, you can go see it during that time. And probably by the time those sort of, it's almost like a soft opening. By the time that's open, by June 23rd, you may see, you know, Smuggler's Run open. I'm sorry, Rise of the Resistance. I can't you I, I I just want to know why why it's never the merchandise shops you know yeah. that that are never well, for simple you don't have a lot of you don't you don't have like a lot of moving parts in the in those you know hotel. how come the build your own lightsaber section can't open until later this year yeah. you know build a droid but, uh, okay. oh sorry build a droid's not available so let me ask you a question if you have an objection to this, why do you object to it? Do you object to it because you th- think a, a company shouldn't go for the cash grab? Like, is that what it is? I, I'm not begrudging the fact them for the fact that they are a company and they are making money and they have shown over the past five years that they are now taking every opportunity they can to make a dollar. Um, I, I think that they are just, they're opening an incomplete land. Uh, you know, it... it when they when they redid Fantasyland, you had, you know, technically the Dumbo move in the story books story. The circus area was part of that too. Right. Um, you had uh, be our guest. You had the aerial dark ride. You, you know, it was more there was there was a lot in there. That was five or six rides. You're talking about a land with two attractions, one cantina, a couple of quick service spots, and some merchandise area. It's 14 acres. You've only got two rides, and you can't open both rides at the same time. Yeah, but there's a lot going on. There's going to be all that interactive stuff and the cast members and, and character. I mean, it's just more than Fantasyland. And I'm sorry, but Fantasyland Expansion only has two rides. Well, three. You've got Little Mermaid, Dumbo, and uh, Seven Dwarves. And it only opened with two rides. And the two rides, frankly, are lame. So, I mean, you know, I, Wait mean, a I know where you're going here. And Wait a I think minute. the problem. Wait a minute. Did What's you just that? refer to Seven Doors Mine Train as lame? No, I said the two rides that were open were lame. Which you one? know, I mean, Dumbo and Little Mermaid. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I agree. Yes. I, I like them. I like both of them. I think they're, you know, Dumbo's adorable. That play area is adorable. But you, you can't compare 10 Dumbos to one Smuggler's Run, I'm sure. You know, and I, I just. I don't understand. I think a lot of people want, you know, they want Disney to sort of stay this sort of pure thing. Um, but it, I don't think it ever was. It was always about making money. And when they make money, they make money in a very nice way, you know, well, they, uh, they not according to that. Entertaining us. And that's right. We're paying the money to be entertained and to be wowed and to be, you know, put into a, another stratosphere of how humans can develop machines and rides and screens and everything to sort of make this world that we're not used to seeing. And they do a very right. good job of it. They we do. all know that. That's yeah. where we pay the money to go. And that's why right. we don't pay the money to go to Six Flags or two. I I was at Universal last week and I you know, it's a wonderful park, but I really wanted to be over at Disney. Yeah. And you know, Universal was my eight hour park Okay, let's go to Disney. You know, and and you can't beat Harry Potter or you know Diagon Alley. It's phenomenal, but at the end of the day, 
you know, Disney's theming and the feeling is very different. And it's what appeals to me. Now, if I were, you know, 25 and like thrill rides, maybe I'd prefer Universal. Um, but I, I don't know. I just, I am always confused kind of by people being upset by that. So, you know, Disney's got three new ships coming out and I'm sure that when, uh, when the first ship comes online, uh, decks nine through 12 will not be available to their guests until like four months later. Maybe that's their new, <laughs> maybe that's their new MO. Maybe that's what they're going to do from now on. Maybe, maybe Tony. All right, Tony's off his, his soapbox. I feel better now. Okay. Do you are you just like, you're getting pumped up to go see Captain Marvel in like what two minutes? I am. Yeah. As soon, as, right. as soon as I'm done, I'm out the door. Okay. All right. Well, guys, what are your final thoughts? I I will just say I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna do nice, crabby, and then I'll finish it. Go ahead, Adam. So I am excited for the stuff to open. I am not excited for the crowds. I'm not happy that they're opening it up partly. I I I'm I am a shareholder. I understand why they do this. <laughs> They've made me a lot of money. Have um, they really? Yeah, Disney has been on fire with hey. their stock. Hey girls, just FYI, he's single. Okay, go ahead. But um but I will say the best thing of this whole shareholder meeting today was I I forget Galaxy's Edge. I am booking a trip next year to the shareholders meeting, wherever it is, because they do a question and answer portion at the end, and you line up and you ask Bob Iger questions. So there were kids up there asking him questions. Some of them, one of them asked him out to lunch. Somebody asked him how long, how old is Disney? It was great. So I can't wait for the next shareholder meeting myself. Oh, good. You can uh, cover Adam, it. I'm, I'm going to go with you next year, because I don't know if, if people well, listen to this, but not only did they do... Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. They talked about the entire Disney movie library being on Disney Plus, their new streaming service. They got a clip from Avengers Endgame uh, of ne- of you know previously unseen footage. They got the news about the cruise line adding uh, a 700 acres on Lighthouse Point on the island of Eleuthera as their you know castaway cake. Eleuthera. Oh, Eleuthera. Yeah. That's an interesting name. And then uh, I actually flew in there for my honeymoon uh, many Did years you ago. Really? Uh, and then Tomorrowland has all sorts of changes coming on. And then they're going to give uh, Dave Smith a window. Oh wow! Okay, that's awesome. So there was a, there was a ton of news. Yeah, there there was. I really enjoyed the little old ladies that were complaining about everything that Disney does because the shareholder ladies get to stand up and go, "Okay, we don't like that you're giving money to this organization," and they were great. But then the guy, you know, the Disney guy would stand up and go, "That's nice. Thank you for coming." Well, <laughs> they were um, auditors that Disney hires to to, to, to um, respond to where Disney and this was particular where they give money for uh, lobbying with the uh, they were talking about lobbying with the rest one of the restaurant groups and how in Florida they don't like to pay the workers minimum wage they pay them under minimum wage and how they fight the restaurant lobby is trying to fight having to pay servers minimum wage then plus whatever tips they get and they were sort of calling them out on it. It was really... I wish it was interesting, see, actually. Yeah, I wish you could see video. There's only audio because we're not there. But uh, it was really interesting to hear. And there was some other stuff, too. It got, got a little political, but it was interesting. Yeah. I, I thought it was interesting, too. I uh, so, so, guys... Hold, hold on, Chris. There's breaking news. Oh, what? Breaking news. 
Mark Campy has joined the call. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. You know what? Here's the thing. Tony, do you want to drop off and go to your movie and have Mark be your like um hot seat guy? Is that this what it is, is? This is perhaps the first ever tag team podcast match. Oh my god, this is the best thing ever. Okay. So, Mark, I am adjusting I am adjusting my speedo before I go out over the top rope. Got it. Okay. So we will we will tag each other. He's adjusting his You're speedo. In, I'm out. I'll give everybody my Captain Marvel review on the page Yay, tomorrow. Can't wait. Excellent. Don't don't no spoilers or I'll hurt you. No spoilers. But I do need to know if that cat stays good though, because you know how I feel about cats. Listen, that cat will be good. Okay. All right. Because he's a uh, what is he a, a fur Furklin? I don't know what it is, yeah, but I love learn. cats. Okay. Um, may the force be with you. Good luck, Mark. Thank I'll see you, and also later. with okay. you. Bye. Bye. Okay. All right. Now. <laughs> okay. Is that right or right. is that a different movie? A little bit. Okay. Yeah, a little off. All right. So, so Mark, I'm yes. so glad you could join us after your three grueling days down in Miami. It was I, he- I heard all about it from Bridget, including some things that were probably not fit for this podcast. <laughs> so, okay. So you guys had a good time because you we had a did. work trip. It sounded fun. Um, okay. So I'll bring you up to speed. Tony is very upset, and I don't know if you're going to take Tony's spot and be upset with him, but okay. Tony is upset because he thinks it's a cash grab to open it now before everything is ready. What are your thoughts? I was surprised that, they, that they're doing that, but I, I guess I kind of understand why. Um, I, don't know that I, I don't know that I'm angry about it, but I, I was just surprised. I surprised they... Tony got hot-headed, different. like hot-headed. I mean, I get that they're, I get them trying, wanting to do it because, right. you know, the movie's coming out, you know, in December, they, they want to have this up and running, you know, by the time that movie comes out. Cause that's, right. you know, that's going to bring a whole bunch of, you know, new interest. Um, but yeah, I was, I was a little surprised that they're, they're opening it without resist rise of the resistance only because I mean, of how. You know, I, I mean, it seems it seems like Rise of the Resistance could be an integral part of this whole experience. You know, it's, yeah. It's like, so I'm I'm kind of surprised by it, but I I get it, and it I guess you could say that it's you know you could you could yeah I guess you could say there's probably like a little bit of a cash grab going on there. Yeah, I mean, I think we all well, I mean, why wouldn't there be right? I yeah, mean, right. you know, I don't know. Um. Okay, so what are your other thoughts? What are you most excited about? Um, I mean, I'm I'm excited. It's it's opening as early as it is. I mean, I I don't know that I'm going to be able to take advantage of it, <laughs> but um, I I think like what I've what I've read of all the news that dropped last week, um, it just sounds amazing. Even the restaurants sound amazing. You know, um, I mean, all of it. Like, I just want to go and hang out in this land, you know, and just be happy to just walk around. I mean, it just yeah. seems like it's really going to be cool. I mean, we've read a lot about the merchandise that's coming, and um, I, it just seems like it's going to be amazing. I mean, I, I'm just excited to I, – I, I think the restaurants are really the kind of thing – that's the, the thing that I wasn't expecting. Like, I read all that news about the restaurants last week that are coming, and, um, man, they so some of them sound really good, you know? I yeah, mean, they the really food. do. Um, and and that kind of leads me to the thing that we did talk about, which was the sort of um, 
it's almost like a, you know, they're not doing past older previews, but it is kind of like a soft opening in that the priority will go to hotel guests and then others who can kind of manage to sign up for these, you know, windows to see the one time during their stay, they'll get a window to see um, Galaxy's Edge. What do you think about that? Do you think that's smart? Because I actually I have to tell you, I thought it was brilliant. And, you know, I'm the first one to say, well, that's kind of not fair or whatever. Yeah. But I to me, I thought that was brilliant because it's a wonderful way to kind of do crowd control, right. you know, for this kind of thing, which we I, knew I, was going to be a mess. So Right. And I, I candidly, I haven't even had time because the news sort of broke while we were in the air um, in, in like, you know, at the airport, right. we were kind of rushing around. So I haven't read really anything. I just knew the dates were coming and I've yeah. read a few things on Twitter here and there. So I haven't read anything about the whole reservation thing. So that's all. Yeah. That is, it's just sort of an interesting thing that they've added. It's just a way to control crowds. And I think also it will make it a little bit easier, you know, you know, for people who are in there to actually see things and enjoy it and experience it, even if it's a shorter amount of time than they might normally spend. Right, um, right. What are you thinking about now? I asked Bridget earlier today, because I know you're going to Disney in July. I said, are you going to change your dates? Are you thinking of going to Disneyland? She said, no. So, yeah, I, I don't think so. I, I mean, I, cause one of the things, you know, since rise of the resistance isn't going to be open. Right. I, I was kind of like, well, you know, maybe we just like, I, I mean, I just think the, cr- the crowds are going to be so crazy that mm-hmm. first few weeks and we'd have to go in that, in that window. Right. And I, I just, I think I'd, I'd rather just wait until the following year to, to, um, to take the family down for it. Now, if yeah. I could get down there by myself, that'd be a different story. Right. <laughs> I, I know the feeling. Well, yeah. I, I sort of had mom guilt hit me. Like I, I planned, and I, I mentioned this earlier, we're sort of recapping the show again, but um, I, I had planned to kind of go out there for like two days. That's it. Just me. And then I started thinking of my youngest son and I thought, oh my gosh, I'm not going to enjoy this if he's not here. So, um, yeah, we're all going. We're all going to stay in one room, which will be great because okay. the five of us don't sleep well in one room. Um, so we'll probably be zombies by the time we get <laughs> on the plane to leave. But, you know, to me, it's worth it just to experience it for the first time. And again, I'm much more, uh, I find it much more appealing that they're going to limit, you know, admission. But that must be why they're not doing, you know, pass holder previews which was a really interesting right, right. twist adam what do you think and adam knows how long i spent you know going through the numbers whether or not i should buy a pass which i bought and now <laughs> there's no preview um adam what do you think <laughs> about that well it, there are no previews because they're opening it probably <laughs> they're opening it obviously earlier than they really needed to because yeah. the other ride isn't open so right if they're opening it end of may then that means you know a preview would happen at some point in May, and that means right. it's not ready in, during the May. So they're going to be yeah. hustling to, which I don't know why they would open it so early. I don't understand that, but they're going to be hustling to get things done. Yeah. In, in uh, California, am, at least. Maybe Florida, I, not so much. But Oh, well, I think Florida's good to go. As long as they the don't get a opens. hurricane. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Hurricanes in Florida. <laughs> Where are you going, Chris? Are you going? Are you going to Disneyland? Or I'm going to land now. World, I will go by myself, and I'll just go okay. for a couple of days. I've already got a group of people. We're all going, but land. Um, there was absolutely no way that I was going to miss that. I mean, unless yeah. I'm having you know major health issues or there's a crisis in my home, I'm going. Yeah. So uh, it's it it does surprise me that 
Rise of the Resistance isn't open there. Like it doesn't it doesn't necessarily surprise me it wasn't open or yeah. in Orlando because we had been hearing Orlando was further behind. Right. But it surprises me it's not going to be ready in in land. Yeah, I agree 100%. Like and you know what else surprises me is that like I think overall none of us expected it to open in Disney World in August. Right. And you know they haven't said they won't do pass holder previews, you know, in Disney World, so that's open itself. You know, you could have these pass holder previews and everything which I bet they'll do. Um yeah, that was a big surprise. I, I just, and okay, let's just say it. How wrong were all of us? Like every yeah, single right. one of us was wrong. I think maybe Liza was the closest to being right. Cause didn't she keep like inching it towards September? Um, but yeah, we were all wrong. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know what else is interesting? And I, I think Adam does this too. Like, I've oh, got go ahead. Dates sorry. Here, if you guys want me to. Oh yeah, off. go ahead. I, uh, Put them in the spreadsheet. Hold on a minute. You nerd. Okay. <laughs> it's got them in a spreadsheet. Yeah, every Eliza was December second. And then she said beginning of January. Okay. Oh, oh, so 20th. she was the opposite. Okay. I said November thirtieth. Tony was December twentieth. Bridget was the twelfth. Okay. You were the second. As I was the closest, just saying. Mark didn't have one. He must have missed that day. Yeah. Or he was just being coy. He was being slacker. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, I, we were totally wrong. And I, I think Adam does this. I don't, I don't know if Mark does this, but um, like I will go on those websites, you know, like different forums and I will scour them for like any hint of when it was going to open. There was surprisingly not very much. The closest I found was on like WDW Magic where somebody said he had a neighbor whose husband worked at Disney pretty high up. And that it was going to be Memorial Day weekend. And hey, that person was pretty much right. And that's been out there for months. Oh, really? So, okay. Yes, yes. So um, I thought that was interesting. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. Like I was not very productive today because I couldn't focus. I was so happy <laughs> and it was embarrassing. I was like, Oh, and then I was like, Sophie to my daughter, I'm like, Hey, we should wear matching outfits. And she was like, no. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm excited about the announcement of the dates. I mean, I, it doesn't, I, don't, I can't say it's really going to change any of our plans. Yeah. Well, you guys are you normal. <laughs> right. Like it's, I, I mean, I'm glad I'm glad it's opening earlier than it than it was, but like, yeah, I, I don't think we're I don't think we're going to change anything because it, like I if I could get down to Disney World, if I could figure out a way to get down there just by myself, just to check it out for a couple of days, I might do that. But right. I don't know, we'll have to see. Yeah, but I, a... yeah, I do not want to wait in that in those lines with those kids. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't honestly think I could wait. To be honest, I mean, I no, it's not happening. Like, I absolutely <laughs> would have to have gone. I would have taken a Greyhound bus, you know, right, right, done a timeshare presentation. Uh, but I, you know, because I always like to go. Like, I just went down to Flower and Garden, which was phenomenal, by the way. Um, and there's good food too. I just went down to Flower and Garden because I always try to go for the opening date of everything. Yeah. So. You know, that's just my thing. It's my job. So anyway, yeah, that's what I tell my husband. Anyway, 
Okay, I'm going to close this up because I don't think we can speculate any longer. We've been speculating for months. We admit we were wrong. We're very happy with some caveats from some people. I want to thank everyone for listening. I want to thank Adam and Mark for staying in talking about this. And of course, Tony, who is now at Captain Marvel. It's very exciting. Anyway, if you like us, you can find us on Twitter, on Instagram, Facebook. We have a private Facebook group. And of course, we're not on Snapchat because we don't really understand it. Good night. Good night. <laughs>